Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. This podcast is gaining recognition as a resource for small business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals. From MSNBC's Your Business to Inc.com to People First, uh, Fit Small Business, Proven, and a whole bunch of other sites, Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is enjoying inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to. Uh, Most of this is because of the great guests that I've had the honor of speaking with over the years. They are experts in their fields, and they give of their time and their knowledge so that all of you can do better things in your business. Today, we have such a person. We have Michael Voita. Michael is a business-to-business sales professional with experience from corporations like uh, the 3M company and startups like Dutch Crowdy News. He co-founded SalesDoc as he saw too many startups and young companies with great products fail because of a lack of sales expertise and execution. Michael got his theoretical background in economics and innovation management while studying in Prague and the Netherlands. Today, he strives to implement it by building startups, sales strategy, infrastructure, and teams. He helped to build sales in over 25 startups. Michael's main expertise lies in sales process and sales teams. He strongly believes in methodological, structured approach towards sales setup and people-centric approach towards team building, which I love those two concepts. Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Diane. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. 
Oh, I'm so thrilled. Sales is one of my favorite subjects, and, and I hear, yes, so many of these companies <laughs> struggling and, and not doing it quite right. Why do you think young startups and companies fail at sales? Yeah, well, um, you, you just mentioned that uh, you like sales, right? Um, yeah. I love sales. <laughs> um, but uh, to be honest, the, the paradigm of sales um, doesn't have such a great reputation, right? Yeah. Um, I think the startupists, they usually really love the technology. They love what they do, what they can build. Um, they might even like marketing, you know, to really talk about what they have built, etc. But the sales, you know, that is something um, which is sort of a necessary evil, right? That is something you right. to push it to someone and they are not going to understand uh, how great it is. Uh, and we know it is, it is great. Uh, so that's going to be annoying. Uh, so I think one of the first reasons is that uh, they, you know, they are not ready for it. They don't love the, they don't love the sales. Um, and then the second reason is that when they really realize that, yeah, it is one of the, without it, it's just not possible to make it, <laughs> um, uh, then, uh, or maybe some investors, you know, help them to, to realize this or they push them, right? Because they give them the money and they want to see more of the money back. Um, right. then they somehow, um, make it the last area to invest to. Right. Um, that's one of the things because they, you know, everyone is kind of used to, okay, I, I like this example. So everyone is kind of used to, to ask some other company to build the marketing strategy for them, right? Ask yeah. a marketing agency, pay them some money, some reasonable money, and they bring you a nice PowerPoint. They build the strategy, they build the channels and they tell you, okay, so this is how it's going to be. Maybe we're even going to do that for you. But in sales, does this really happen that, you know, someone would come to, uh, to an agency and ask, okay, could you please build a sales strategy for us? And could you maybe help us to execute it? This doesn't really, doesn't really happen, at least at, uh, right. according to my experience. And, and this is something which um, is kind of weird, <laughs> I would say, because <laughs> I mean, I mean, sales, uh, you know, is the first thing you're going to start doing when you're going to be, uh, validating your business and uh, the first thing after you build the product um, and people simply don't put that much focus uh, in it. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I completely agree with you. And so talk to me some about the, why it's important to set a sales process. Right, right. Um, well, again, I can, <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I really like marketing as well. <laughs> and I believe that, uh, marketing without sales, um, is, um, you know, doesn't make sense and the other way around. Um, yeah. but in marketing again, like we are used to, and startupists probably somehow know that if they just make a random post on social media, which, uh, which gets a lot of traffic, for example, they somehow know that, you know, that's not enough and that uh, there has to be some sort of a process and strategy to get the, all those people who liked it or commented on it or whatever to a real conversation and to a real pitch and to a real sale, right? They, they somehow know this. But with the sales, again, um, they, you know, just 
yeah, let's just try things. Let's just hire someone who's talkative and uh, is going to tell people, right? And uh, he's going to tell it to those and those, and he's going to go to these meetups and everything. He's going to tell the world, right? Um, yeah. But to have really the strategy, how to get from A to B, let's say, um, that is, again, something which, uh, which those startups usually don't do or they forget about. And it's really like, um, like getting from A to B, right? You can always get there, um, but it takes time, right? If you don't know the way. But if you right. have a map, if you have a map how to get there, uh, that makes it much faster and, and it's just easier, right? So this is what uh, sales process from my perspective is about. It's a map how to get from the first contact to the close, to the cash. To the close, to the cash. And yeah. I, I love that. And, and I completely agree with you. I, I mean, I love process. And I think part of the problem that I see small business owners making is, you know, they're the salesperson, but they're also the person who delivers on whatever they sell. And they get so busy and so wrapped up that if they don't have a process, they, they just, it all falls down because they don't mm. have something that is so structured that they don't have to think about it. You know, that that's part of the value is that they, then they, they, it, it's, it's not something they have to think of every single day because it's already part of their routine. Mm, yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, the, uh, the thing is they see it really, um, that the sales is quite simple, right? It's not really a science, but they see, they see it simply in a way that, well, the customers either like it or they don't, right? <laughs> but, uh, but the whole sales process is about really leading the buyer. Um, you know, yeah. people wants to be um, people wants to be led towards deciding about something, towards um, you know, you know, getting the information, so they don't have to get it by themselves. You know, comparing, uh, testing, and all these things. And if the startup or the company or whoever who's selling the solution doesn't have the map. Well, how can how can how can the buyer know, you know, where to go and what to do and how to decide, right? Because, well, if 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 you don't provide this map for it, well, then it's going to be very easy, no? Because they'll say, well, I am kind of lost. Uh, okay, let's know. Let's let's give it a no. But if you give him a map, uh, which a sales process uh, is, then then uh, there is much higher chance for for closing. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's good. Uh, okay, so what is the stage gate model and what are the main principles of it? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, well yeah, um, the stage gate model is <laughs> consisting of stages and, <laughs> stages and gates. Uh, no, I mean, um, this is... Uh, this is a model which um, sort of maps out um, the necessary steps which have to happen um, on the way towards the close, right? And um, so the, um, the gates, uh, they represent really uh, the information or the activities or the, the, the very specific things that the customer or you have to do um, in order to be able to move forward. Uh, so an example could be, 
okay, so in this third stage of my sales process, um, the gate says that I definitely have to have the result of the POC, proof of concept. So we have tested it. We have to have all the stakeholders on board. The customer had to already uh, see the price and um, the finance department had to give it a go, right? That could be just an example. And these, these, these conditions can be, can be many more. And uh, the gates are then really the stages where you are. Uh, sorry, the stages are really, you know, how far you are between the first contact uh, with the customer and the, and the close. Okay. I get that. Thanks. I, that, that was a, a great example of that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break. Sure. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. If you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are 80-20 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall and The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today we are speaking with Michael Voita, and we are talking about the Ultimate Sales Process Guide, How to Get Unstuck and Grow Your Sales. What is the BANT framework all about, and how does it work? All right. Well, the BANT framework is really ancient tool uh, in sales. <laughs> However, uh, we are still using it today, and it's very powerful, very useful. And it is sort of a way how to organize information which we are getting from the customer uh, or even from our side, from the product department, etc. Um, and this approach um, helps us uh, with moving forward, all right? And also not to forget about certain things which we need to do in order to move forward. Um, and this, is, this doesn't have to be only used in sales, right? You can also make an example on, um, on a relationship, for example, all right? So maybe I can also describe it on that. So um, the, the, the B stands for budget, um, author, uh, A stands for authority, and N stands for need, and, time, uh, and T stands for time, all right? So imagine that um, you know, there is a guy or a girl you are dating, and now um, the B would be the budget, all right? So <laughs> obviously uh, the other person uh, has you know, certain requirements, right? Uh, so you really want to know if you, you know, what kind of stuff are you going to have to provide? What kind of living standards the other person has? So, um, so you can also decide for yourself if this is something what, uh, what you can do, right? And uh, the other person can do that as well. So budget obviously in the, in the organization stands for, you know, uh, if the other company has money for a solution and uh, if, uh, they have resources also for a solution. So resources could be also, um, you know, people who are going to be using your tool, for example, uh, if they have time for that, if they have know-how for that, right? 
Um, then the A is the authority. So in our uh, dating example, this could be, all right, so is she really uh, stand alone decision maker or is there another three girlfriends who she's gonna talk about me with and <laughs> then they are gonna really decide whether I'm the right guy, right? Um, and in, in, in the, or, or if there is a, <laughs> if there is a, the mother who's really going to decide, right? Um, right. So uh, in the organization, obviously, this is really about other people who um, always have uh, a participating uh, decision voice, right? Um, I think there was some, there is, there were some statistics that today, statistic that today, uh, there's at least 4.5 people deciding on any investment in a company, at least. So remember that there always have to be at least four people. All right, and then the N, well, that's need, all right? So yeah, with the girl, yeah, what does she really need? Does, it, does she want a guy who's, uh, who's uh, just for fun or does she need a future debt or, you know, um, what, what is gonna be the role? What, how, how, what kind of needs do I have to fulfill, right? And in the company, that's quite obvious. Well, how can they, what kind of needs they have and how can I solve them? Um, so this could be also the use case. Well, and then there's the T, that is the time. And well, imagine that you've got all the things right. So you've got the budget, you've got the authority, you have the need, but uh, the girl is leaving for a half year to Erasmus program or you know whatever program for studying, for example, right? So this is something I, I don't really want to uh, spend time on, right? Maybe uh, maybe I want to wait, but uh, I'm definitely not going to be uh, investing a lot of my time and effort into this because, well, um, it's not going to happen right now. Um, and that is the same thing in, in business uh, that uh, startups, but, but in general, um, people in sales forget about one of these things. And it can be the, 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 the time. A uh, typical example is that, um, well, you present the whole solution, they like it, they've got the budget, they've got the decision, um, but you didn't ask them uh, about their current implementation pipeline, right? They might be working on more tools to be implemented, right? And they don't ask about this. And then at the end, when you, as a salesperson, really, or a co-founder of, of a startup, you're expecting to get the cash in the next month. And then they say, well, it, it is really great. We are counting on this. However, your project is gonna come up, uh, well, in half a year, right? And you have just spent half a year investing all your resources into this deal because it looked really juicy, right? And now you're gonna have to wait and you're gonna have other deals which you could have invested the time to. Um, so this is the basics how, how Band works. Uh, and again, it helps you organize the information and also helps you not to forget about important information which you need to find out. That is fabulous. Thank you so much for that. I, I, that is so great. And I appreciate the examples um, because they, it, that makes so much sense. And I think those are areas that people either, um, either they don't ask the questions properly or they don't ask the questions at all. And then they wonder why the deal doesn't go through there or, or they mm -hmm. ask the question, they don't get an answer mm -hmm. um, or they don't get the answer that they need. So, so that is, that is great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So 
if if someone's listening, they're a small business owner, or they're a startup, and they're thinking, okay, well, I want to make sure I have a sales process. How do they start creating one? Right, right. Uh, well, the good news is that it really is um, possible to make it for anyone. Um, maybe one more uh, one more push uh, <laughs> towards uh, making you to make one. Um, you know, it is actually, you know, usually the bigger companies already have the sales process, right? But the yeah. small, uh, small businesses and uh, entrepreneurs, they, they don't do it. However, it is even more important for these to make it. And the reason is resources, right? In the big company, if, you know, uh, some of the deals, you know, don't go as they should, well, not much happens. But you as an entrepreneur or as a startup, you have only, you know, maybe one or two guys or five people who are dealing with sales. And now if you don't know how, what is the quality and what is the space, what is the stage of your opportunities, you will just go after the big juicy logos, right? The big juicy customers. And you say, okay, so right now we are working on this one because it's really good. It would be great reference to have Apple in our customers, right? We could put it on the website, et cetera. We could get more deals. But uh, if you don't have the, the, the search process, right? You might, again, be investing uh, all your time and it might even kill you at the end when you find out that uh, it was not qualified enough. So again, so this was the push. Uh, the good news is that you can build it very easily uh, and that you can use it really the next day. Uh, it's quite simple. So uh, simply Google the uh, Google some example of StageGate model sales process. Uh, it's going to give you a nice nice picture where there will be the um, the areas for conditions, which are the the, ga uh, the gates, and then there are the stages which you simply uh, simply call somehow, and you also give it a, a probability of close, right? So um, to, uh, the more towards the close you are, the higher probability of that deal is going to be. And this is going to be something which is also going to help you to make your sales process um, uh, quantifiable, right? You're going to know how much is your pipeline of projects, pipeline of customers worth. Um, so again, so how to make it? So you, you Google this picture. Um, and then uh, you think of your last deal, right? Or if you don't even have any deals, um, try to think of how it should go. What all has to happen on the customer side? Uh, what has to happen on your side? So it could be things like um, opening the deal. It can be things like uh, testing. It can be things like uh, sending an offer. It can be, um, I don't know, two or three things which you really have to do before you actually plug it in, right? Before you implement it. Or it can be some data that they have to sell you. So these things um, do go into these um, gates. So those are the conditions which have to happen before moving forward. Um, and uh, yeah, well then uh, write it down, uh, print it out, <laughs> or have it in some, uh, I don't know, one slide of PowerPoint. Um, and then put this right into your CRM. Every CRM system has a, um, you know, it has these stages. So you simply call them as you did call them on the, uh, on the sales process you have. 
and then try to you know put those deals uh, into those stages where wherever they are right now um, according to these conditions so you know make a checklist of those conditions check them uh, if one is missing you cannot move it forward right um, and then uh, if there are some and this happens all the time when we set up a sales process in startups there are some which you are saying, okay, but this is really far in the sales process. This deal is almost, almost at the end. You know, we almost closed it. But in the second stage, we say that, well, there has to be this, uh, there has to be the result of the POC, right? Um, but this is not, you know, this deal shouldn't be that soon in the sales process. Well, then you can create a task for yourself in the CRM or someone or anywhere uh which is gonna say okay i really have to find out what all those people think about the result of the poc right so this gives you the action steps which you really have to do in order to move your deals and this is really help this is going to help you to um to streamline your opportunities better because the number one problem of all startups is that they've got many deals in the pipeline but they don't know where they are. And that's why we are talking today about mm. Got it. Okay, good. I, I, I can totally see how they can have no idea because I don't think they really use their CRM. So, mm. and do you think that's the place where companies get stuck? Is that that they don't know where their prospects are in the pipeline? Yeah, well, that, 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 that's one of the things. Um, but even if you, you know, if, even if you build the, the, the sales process and you sort of put it somewhere, um, the place where it gets stuck is actually the piloting I have, um, I have already mentioned. And uh, the problem with the pilots um, is that, again, it takes a lot of resources for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that uh, the customers, you know, check out the product. Um, and then you don't don't really hear from them for a long time. <laughs> that is where yeah. you usually get stuck in the sales process. Got it. Okay. So, what do they do about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's actually part of your your sales process that you have to um, specify. Not not just. Um, simply, okay, we should have, a, we should do pilot. What does that mean? Well, first they should pay for it for the pilot because it, it doesn't matter what kind of money actually, but it, it shows you the, um, it shows you the uh, commitment, and yeah. also it makes things easier for you in the layer of the process because they already sort of filed your company into their systems and it's going to go much faster, so you don't get stuck on the, on on the on the on paying the invoice right so first thing they should pay for it if they don't want to pay for it you know there's something wrong they they don't have the commitment and you might want to work more on the need and on on the solution uh with the with the with the customer and then um set up the time frame so okay so when are we gonna do this 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 pilot right usually what happens is that um the companies tell the startup yeah well so okay give us the give us the access to this tool. We're going to try it out and we're going to let you know. And the startups are happy about this, right? Because yes, this hugely uh, nice looking company uh, and wealthy company wants to try our stuff. That's great, right? But they never hear from them. So the solution is that um, you really should push them into a time frame. So, okay, when are you going to have time for this? 
and what has to happen uh, so you buy it okay so when we say okay you're going to be uh, you're going to be trying this this tool in in these two weeks you're going to have really time for that what are the kpis for uh, the pilot to be successful so after the piloting the poc you can sit with the customer and say okay so we've got a checklist here it's a it's our kpis which we, which we set together and um, all these are good this one is missing so let's work on that and once we deal with it um, you can buy right and this is this is this is really uh, these 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 things are really really helping um, if you don't have them i would suggest uh, not to do the pilot with the customer because you're going to spend too much resources on that and you're going to get stuck you're going to have really unhealthy pipeline of all these um pilot stage pilot stage deals right right that's great wow <clears throat> if there was i mean you've you've given us a lot of really great information if there was one thing that you wanted the listeners to take away from this and i know sometimes that's hard because there's a lot that they should be taking away from it but if there was one thing one one big thing what do you think it would be right i think i would i would get back to the beginning of our our discussion um and that would be invest in sales right mm. don't leave it as the last thing um you really um uh, have to do and it's kind of um necessary evil as we as we said um have it on the on on the top have it on the top you know of course, you have to create the product, but then don't be afraid to invest in sales. I know it's kind of a um, kind of a, a investment which you think that's just gonna go down the drain because well, you have to hire someone and you don't know if he's gonna be any good, and uh, or you have to, you know. Um, invest in uh, in making the sales process it doesn't have to be just money it, it has to be the energy and, and time yeah. spent in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah the number one for me would be um, sales is science same as marketing really and you do need to invest in it yeah I'm with with you completely on that thank you for that I, I totally agree with it I agree they don't seem to want to, but that is one place that they really need to, whatever that investment looks like. So um, mm. thank you so much for spending this time and sharing this information. Oh, my pleasure. Will you let, uh, will you let my listeners know how they can find you? Absolutely. Um, well, first of all, thank you very much for having me. Uh, this was fun. This was fun. And uh, well, to find us, um, simply go to salesdog.com. Uh, that's sales dock.com um, or I'm always happy uh, to to get connected on LinkedIn um, simply find my name uh, Michael Voita V-O-J-T-A and yeah I'm always happy to help to discuss uh, to discover um, yeah so I think those are the, the two best places the website and and my LinkedIn profile Wonderful. Thank you. And thanks to the listeners for tuning in and our sponsor. Get a free trial and a free audiobook by going to audibletrial.com slash business growth. Continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, 
Goodbye and good day. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Bank and Transform, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.